Here we are, another episode of Am I Making Sense? I'm very happy to have with me today, Adriana McCain. Hi. Adriana, you may not realize this, but we are two mics on a mic right now. We're two mics on a mic. A yes, McCarran a McCain and a McCain. A McCarran and a McCain, yeah. This yeah. is this is what our uh, our ancestors had no idea about when they showed up to Ellis Island. Yeah, they were like, oh, we can't grow potatoes. We can't grow potatoes, Yeah. but maybe someday our children... Our children's children. Our children's children's children will talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, for other people to listen. Yeah. And what will they say? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it will have no significance whatsoever. No significance. We're not making a dent in humanity at all. No, nah, that's fine. But <laughs> it is very self-indulgent and enjoyable. Yes. I feel we're currently sitting outside of uh, Whole Foods, Yeah. Uh, which is indulgent in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Take that, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Suck my dick, Bezos. <laughs> Uh, but but it's you do yeah. know how to put a patio together. Yes, yes. I will say... Look at this. I'm giving him credit <laughs> when we know very well it was some designer working 80 hours a week. Yeah, and trying all Trying to work with all the different teams. And it's exactly. Like they should be getting the credit, but do we know their name? No. No. We don't. We don't know the names of the people who planted all of these beautiful plants that are around us. Probably drought resistant, too. Succulents. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of succulents. Oh, yes. Um, they really went with the, the drought resistant, you which know is good. We m we mentioned potatoes. Whose whose bit was that about the Irish potato famine and how a whole you're 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 living on an island, uh huh, and everyone's freaking out because oh we can't grow potatoes yet. Wait a minute, we're on an island. There's probably some fish out there that could sustain us. <laughs> 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 whose uh, bit was that? That was someone's bit. That is I'd, somebody's I'd bit. It it. It escapes me. Yeah. I, I don't want to miss credit. Yeah. So I think I think something that is important that a lot yeah. of people uh, don't always think about is that it's okay to say I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be brave, and I'm gonna brave. say I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I don't know whose bit that is. Well, I I spend most of my time saying I don't know. So. Well, then you're you're yeah. a champion. You're incredibly brave. Yeah. Hashtag braver than the troops. <laughs> So please you know what? get mad at me. I, I'm going to really, normally I have softball questions to begin with. Mm -hmm. But in this particular podcast, I don't know. I Something happened to me last night. You know Vias, right? I do know Vias. So we were having a conversation and he hit me with something. And so I figured I'm going to hit every single person who joins my podcast with this question. Okay, I'm scared. Let's let's do it. Yes, you <laughs> should be scared. Okay, Just good. to set your expectations. Got it. Um, comedy. Comedy. Why do you do it? Why do I do it? Um, I have a joke about this, actually. It's oh, wow. I, didn't, I did not get You've already thought it through. Oh, my God. I think about this stuff all the time. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big overthinker. Okay. And uh, one, thing that I, one thing I have thought about is, like, why, why do I do this? Um, I, I did not get enough attention as a child, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, both from, like, my peers I, I have a lot of jokes about how I wasn't very popular as a kid, sure. uh, and I turned out fine. Like I'm a, de a depressed adult, but I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like both of my parents worked, and yeah. it's not that they didn't like love me or pay attention yeah, to yeah. me or anything. It's just that like when you're they were getting shit done. They were getting shit done. Th that's yeah. that's just like that's the shit that you have to do when you're yeah. you know like lower slash middle you know like lower middle yeah, yeah. to regular middle class, and so. Um, 
I, I think part of it is like I just straight up did not get enough attention and okay. the things that would get me attention would be um, being funny. Okay. That like I, I also joke um, I have I have one joke that I, I really like or a series of jokes um, about how like adults liked me and a part of it is because I looked like a little adult. I was mm. like walking around dressed like I was 40. Oh wow. <laughs> a totally like and I y- this was a style you developed and you you no, pointed at this, this was this was what my mother like was like you're gonna wear that and I said okay uh, okay yeah <laughs> uh, but I think the the other reason why adults did like me and I like this is genuine is that I I would always make like teachers crack up and my my friends parents and my my parents friends you were pitching heat at an early age oh yeah yeah okay. I I've I when I told like my family and like family friends that I was I had started doing stand-up. They got very excited. Okay. And they're like, oh, that, that makes so much sense. That's so great. That's so wonderful. I'm so excited. Are you, like, when can I go see you? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> never. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> when, um, when you have people in your life that have known you, like, the entire time. Yeah. And you're doing something as, like vulnerable as doing comedy yeah uh you're like uh no you yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. i i would rather just be bad in front of strangers oh yeah, yeah. than be bad in front of you the people that i love whose opinion i i value the most oh i'm sure yeah. i have never had a family or actually a close friend i i have see now i have close i'm we're fortunate i have close friends in comedy now right that i hang out with multiple times to week uh, a week and we're getting to know each other so it's like yeah they see me eat shit all the time but these people, these colleagues, these family members who, uh, you know, they've seen me probably not at my best. Right. But when you're doing bad on stage. Ooh, <laughs> you're like, uh, nobody look at me. Yeah, nobody everyone. look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is just kind of, I think, I think when you're bombing on stage, everyone wants to do that turtle move where their head just pops into a shell, and including yourself. But you, you're holding the mic. Yeah, you can't. So you gotta stay in the pocket. And go, ha 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 ha. Is it getting hot in here? You know. And Is it just <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. And like you. So I'm with you. Ju- yeah, your face just turns into a grimace immediately. And yeah. Can't go away until you sit down. I'm with you. I, I at the five year mark, I might start inviting some close friends. I told. I told my mom she's allowed to see me if I ever book the San Jose Improv. That's when she gets to see me for the first time. Because okay. I figure you got to be. That's pretty big. You got to be good enough. Uh, d- don't get it twisted. I'm not saying yeah. headlining the improv. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but being there, yeah. maybe she gets. I will. I, I may be impatient and just be like, just show up whenever. But, um. um but yeah, back to your back to your earlier question. So why do I do it? Um, did not get enough attention as a child. Uh, so being funny was kind of the uh, the the way to get attention, and uh, the other thing too is just that like. Wait, I what's your birth order? My bir- I'm the oldest. You're I'm the, the oldest, oldest of two. Okay. Yeah, my brother is 11 months younger than I am. That actually explains. Oh, close. Yes. <laughs> Super close. So yes. you're almost twins. Almost basically. by 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 11 months. Yeah. yeah. He, his birthday is January 96. I'm uh, February 95. I think I'm going to go pop psychology on you. Okay. I think that might be one of the reasons why you are good with adults, too. Uh, yes. Both my children are good with adults, but it's a function of uh, the school they go to is, uh, uh, wh- wh- what are those called? Charter uh, parent participation. So there's a lot more adults around to have conversations with children. Uh-huh. 
but what I was going to say is definitely the older one has a more uh, also she's older by two years but yeah um she, she always has kind of had a more refined I'll talk with the adult and I think that's maybe an older child thing maybe I don't know. um uh, out of a lot of the older kids that I know I feel like that checks out um, yeah Sorry, I had to burp. Oh, yeah, uh, we're drinking European, fancy we got, European sparkling water. We got room water. temp sparkling water, yeah. so I will be burping so much. Yeah, yeah, but they're <laughs> feel-good burps. Oh, yeah, they're no, not it's gross burps. they're cleansing burps. They're cleansing burps. They're cleansing burps. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think a lot of my friends who are the, the oldest um, do kind of get on a little better with adults. Um, by comparison, my brother just doesn't talk to anybody. Oh, so okay. <laughs> like that is kind of the uh that's You were the, the mouthpiece of the children. And how I talk yeah. so fucking much. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. gonna be this is gonna be a long podcast because I got a lot of words. Um but you already answered the why, so we can shut it down. It was great talking okay, to you. Okay, this has been great. <laughs> Thank you so kidding. much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Not to interrupt the flow there. <laughs> um, okay, well, so can I say this? A little sure. contrast and compare. I actually went into an existential meltdown when I was asked the why question, and okay. I almost quit comedy last Holy night. Holy shit. <laughs> no. Well, because I couldn't really come up with a good answer of the why. So I'm doing this thing, question of the week now, where I'm trying to um, – part of my thing with comedy mm-hmm. is it's not just about me getting funny on stage. It's mostly about me getting up funny on stage. <laughs> sure, of course. But I'm also looking at it kind of like a uh, – documentary documentary effort okay to try and understand what makes us tick at this stage in the game All not right. just tick but the whole thing go why is there a scene around getting on stage and telling jokes yeah that's so that's super fascinating it's fascinating yeah. isn't it it's a big question and a big part of the uh draw for me so i guess that's one of the whys um but then the rest of the whys is like why did i feel compelled to write what I thought were jokes. So I, I keep everything I've been writing over the last um, year and a half. Because I was probably writing for two years before I got on stage. Sure. And now it's been a year. Uh, I've been doing comedy for a year and in a month. And um, they I didn't write one joke for the first year. <laughs> 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 I thought they were jokes because it's music. It was more journaling. Okay. I was journaling. Yeah. But there was no structure to it. And mm-hmm. still, it's 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 rough. It's still rough. Yeah. Um, but why? Why did I feel compelled to do that and i couldn't answer the question um and so then i go what the fuck am i doing if i can't even answer the why question yeah of putting in because that's what he said he goes man you're putting in a lot of time and effort for zero return on something you can't answer why because let's say i started that's so fucking cold first oh (laughs) yes he was he was all of me yeah after a while i was kind of like dude i'm i I, i'm gonna have him on the podcast next week but uh, for a while i was kind of like oh dude this is not i feel like i've been in a really tough you know, counseling session yeah. or something after this conversation. But um, where was I going with this? Um, Answering the why question, uh, you're like, ah, oh shit, what am I doing here? That's what he said. Yeah, because yeah. he said you're putting a lot of time, effort, energy and, and with into very something. little return. No, no return. And in all likelihood, never a return other than a room of people laughing. That's really the only. And so there's some a- affirmation there. Um, so I couldn't answer a solid why. Yeah. I can say this. There is a feeling you get when you step onto the stage and grab a microphone mm-hmm. that is, it's not necessarily a good feeling. It's not necessarily a bad feeling. But there's some kind of feeling that comes with getting on stage that is addictive. Yes. 
for me, fiercely addictive mm-hmm. to the point where if I miss, let's say, a, a well, Wednesday really is kind of my cutoff day where I get open mics, you know, uh, I guess it would either be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not on every day, but s- some there mixture. Sure. That gap between Wednesday and Monday, Monday is actually a little bit anxiety inducing in the sense that, God damn, I mean, I can write, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel good. I would rather be on stage trying to test some of this out. Yeah. So that's an addictive thing. And I'll, and I'll say this. When things do go right on stage, mm-hmm. that's a high that – so I've done it all. I was a snowboarder, skateboarder, dirt biker. Um, I was, I've been in bands. That feeling when things go right, it's on par with some of the best feelings – that you've you've ever experienced ever That's experienced <sighs> that is so like so that could be a why s- but you're so fucking on the money though like it's like for me it's not just like oh i didn't get enough attention as a child it's yeah. that i am i'm a narcissist and i am a masochist and i am an addict to attention yeah and all of this is combined with the fact that I have a very weird and expansive vocabulary and it just kind of makes for like just a person that needs to be yeah. on stage yeah, yeah. and talking to a room full of half drunk strangers yeah. to just get like a bunch of stares and to feel terrible about myself <laughs> and then get up and do it the next fucking day. Yeah, like yeah. it is I uh, maybe I'm crazy. That maybe like yeah. it could just be that. Like maybe I do comedy because I'm I'm batshit. And that I I think though ultimately is like why do we do it? I think it's because we love it. Yeah. It's because I I also feel like there's there's something out there for me to contribute and whether or not I make it you know make it big Mm. which I I mean like I think a lot of us would hope to Mm. um I also just started so I'm not trying to count any chickens before they hatch you know but it's it's just that there's you know like you feel like there's there's something to contribute and there's there's something that of value to put out there um, which is me taking it too seriously, given that one of my jokes currently is about me eating candles. Yeah. So I don't know how much of value there is there, but I, d- I want to learn. I want to get better. I want to know more and all of that. And I think that that's. Have you ever heard the know. clown's prayer? I have not. Okay, hold on. Um, okay. Talk amongst yourself, audience, while um, I, I pull something up. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Okay, so what you just described about can't. Can- so, okay. It's not that what you're tr- you're not trying to be a philosopher like you're not trying to get up there and be the next um, Socrates I'm or not Plato. Proust over here. That's right. So, but check this out. Okay. So when it comes to eating, I'm I'm just gonna go. This is gonna be very pretentious, but it's it's there's context here. So this is the clown's prayer. No one knows who came up with it. You can't find it in the Bible. But yes. <laughs> As I stumble through this life, help me to create more laughter than tears, dispense more happiness than gloom, spread more cheer than despair. Never let me become so indifferent that I will fail to see the wonders in the eyes of a child or the twinkle in the eyes of the aged. Never let me forget that my total effort is to cheer people, make them happy, and forget momentarily all the unpleasantness in their lives. 
And in my final moment, may I hear you whisper, when you made my people smile, you made me smile. That makes me kind of want to cry. I really like that. <laughs> so when you talk about eating candle on stage, yes, it's not about the philosophy of eating candle. It's about did someone giggle because they related to eating something inappropriate when they were a kid? Or that there is just that we all walk around with these weird impulses that yeah. like there's a what subtext. would happen if we act on that? There certainly is a subtext with all of that. But ultimately, yeah. is it silly enough? To bring joy to a person, to a person, yeah. And then that's when I think, if we're getting heady about the whole thing, and we've already sure. gone there, yeah, let's. We've already gone there. This is gonna be. I apologize for how fucking pretentious. No, this, no, 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 no. Don't don't <laughs> apologize because get. I've already I've gotten way more pretentious in this, um, in uh, numerous occasions. Challenge so it's accepted. Kinda, it's kind of my mo at this point. Uh huh. So, uh, I don't think the point is to leave a prophetic or a very wise diatribe upon an audience that's sure. not it no i think what's is there's a certain we talked about those feelings and those sensations getting on stage but being an audience member there's also something that's happening yeah i'll go so far you want to i'm going to up your pretentiousness i'm going to okay. up the pretentious near this is going to go All right. into the stratosphere let's actually let's we're going to head out to the asteroid belt with my pretentiousness oh hell yeah i'm i'm it's ready healing it is healing thank you it is Thank healing. You. Look, shit is so fucked right now. I, like, shit is so, it, it, I, I don't do a lot of material about, like, current events or anything, despite the fact that I want to, just because I don't know how funny I would get, because I would just be pissed off, like, oh. all the time. The state is on fucking fire. I know, it's sad. Uh, like, children are still in cages. We just kind of, like, forgot about all that. Uh... Uh, Cruise missiles in Afghanistan still didn't even realize that. Yeah, I opened up a. Uh, there's I all this fucked up stuff going yeah, 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 on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on a, uh, a news website today for the first time probably in four or five months, uh -huh. and I go, oh goddamn, Afghanistan is still in the and oh goddamn, we're still dropping ordnance there. Yep. That started back in 2001. That's 18 years ago. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, I digress. We don't need to go yeah, down. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the, it's just the shit is so deeply fucked, and yeah. so if I myself can forget for just a hot second, yeah, yeah, because I'll come back to it. I'll come back to worrying about that all the time. That's the stuff that keeps me up at night. Besides, you know, just general anxiety disorder. Oh, so you have the, anxiety? Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got just the, I've got. Uh, if we want to. Just to just a quick digression into this, yeah. um, I have been diagnosed with anxiety, uh, depression, and ADHD, which is okay. But you're still them, highly ADHD functioning, though. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I I take medi medication. Oh, you do. Okay. And uh, the ADHD is a lot of like work. Uh, on uh, you know, all of it is just all work. Okay. So, um, but yeah, no. I mean, like, if I if I can like forget about all the fucked shit that's going on for like a hot second like, like I'll come back to it but like mm. for for just a second if I can make somebody else forget yeah, about yeah. all the the just the the hot mess that is yeah, yeah. 2019 and beyond probably then that's great like yeah, yeah. we we need a moment to take a break yeah, every yeah. once in a while I don't think that like sticking your head in the sand when it comes to all the shit is not the answer. Uh -huh. You need to, at the very least, bear witness to what's going on. But 
you do need to take a moment to breathe, to laugh, to cry, to do whatever it is you need to do. Like, go do laundry. Stop worrying about shit for just one second. It'll still be there. But, like, that's what that's what I want to try and do. And, and it's it's also, like, I, I personally... That was my burp. Very nice. And that was, a t- <laughs> that was a tension breaker right there. There we go. And I also try to... Um, you know, to, to stick to stuff that's like relatively lighthearted and kind of goofy, and um, I never want to get too mean because I want like everybody to try and enjoy it, um, like the 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 goofy things that I have to say. And so, you know, I th- I think that's also part of it is just like you don't have to worry any- about anything. You're just here to you're just here to laugh. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just here to have a good time. Like, sit down. Let me get you some water. Let's let's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me get you some bubbly water. Let me get you a bubbly water. Yeah. If you want European. a piece of cookie, I, I went and I also, besides. I have been craving cookies. I saw, so I, I tried to talk about anxiety. So we could, fuck, we could dig, dig we could go really deep down this hole. So oh, I try not sure. to look at um, social media feeds uh-huh. because it induces anxiety um, for me. And also, um, not not anxiety, but what's that called when you compare yourself to others? Um is there a name for it? It's probably not a clinical thing, but it's just comparing yourself to others. I think it's not a good thing. It's never a good thing. So I try not to look at the feed other than I need to share out stuff that I think is cool. If someone's let me on an open mic, I got to share that out and I got to, I don't know how it all works. I'm not good at social media. Right. So it takes me five minutes to figure out how to share, put it, whatever. It's a mess. But here's where I'm going with all this. This is a very uh, circuitous way to get to what I was going to say. I saw you post something about chocolate chip cookies and cocaine was that you yes yes that i was didn't me. i didn't click on it to read it because again i try not to get but what <laughs> what was that about was that a, was that an onion article or was that a true no science that was a thing? real okay true science i think is giving it a little too much credit um it was an article that said that there was a study okay that showed that cookies i don't know if it was specifically chocolate chip cookies but cookies are as addictive as cocaine, to which I say, who's the virgin who wrote this? <laughs> because okay. it, like, it just harkens back to whenever somebody says, like, oh, my God, these uh, Reese's Pieces are so good. They're just like crack. I'm like, OK, How so you've you never so you've never done crack before. I have never done uh, any drug other than marijuana and alcohol because yeah. i am scared and right. i don't know i don't know how to get any yeah uh which marijuana will fuck you up too oh, marijuana can't bad fu- expi- oh yeah like yeah. W- i especially anxiety i have anxiety sometimes it helps and sometimes it makes anxiety a hundred times worse it definitely depends when yeah. i um when i smoke indica's that's when I will have like my first time having a panic attack like ever was when I was yeah. high because so many I people say you that. just you just feel like like for me it's just like I feel all the blood in my yeah, body yeah. moving and like my heart starts racing yeah. and like am I gonna give myself a heart attack one of yeah, these yeah, days? Yeah. Who's to say? Who's yeah, to yeah, say? Yeah. But the uh yeah, like the the thing is though is that that particular um strain or whatever the fuck you want to call it like that that branch of weed is uh mostly like people are like oh yeah that's the one that makes you like all tired and lazy and that's not supposed to yeah. to cause anxiety and it's like dude everybody is different yeah yeah 
leave me Sativa, alone. <laughs> Sativa is supposed to be, that's the creative one, right? Yeah. That's and what I, I usually smoke. That's what I also usually smoke. Because I like to do it when I'm reading a book, writing, or watching, or trying to learn something. I got high and started reading Pride and Prejudice. Nice. And it was the fucking funniest thing yes. that I've met. Pride and Prejudice slaps. This is this is a fact. Yeah. Jane Austen knew what she was doing. Yeah. Great great author. R.A.P. Uh, Rest in power. Um, well, hold on. Uh, old man alert. Middle-aged white male got lost on term slaps. Uh, typically. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm like your it's dad okay. now. I'm it's like your dad. It's very sweet. It's endearing. Uh. So it's it's a good thing. It's okay. it rocks essentially. Oh, okay, okay. When when something slaps, it usually is in reference to a beat in a song. Okay. And I know slapping the bass guitar. Okay, I mean, so I'm hip to that. It's, it's, wow, you really just dated yourself with referring to yourself as being hip to that. Yes. And I will also <laughs> say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll also call uh, certain vehicles that are tricked out bitchin'. I do refer to things as bitchin'. Oh, sometimes. you do? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, yeah. all right. No, all don't right. worry, don't worry. Okay. But I also have just, <laughs> like, I have a weird vocabulary, so I am I'm an exception to the millennial rule. I, yeah, I yeah. apologize, but you've got hey to you got twenty three to skidoo. Let's move on with the party. Hey, hey now, like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this, I'm this chap over here. Yeah, this chap. So no pride and prejudice. So you went, prejudice you got high and you took a crack at it. I took and a crack happened? at it. What happened? Uh, I was did you able see to things you didn't see before. I was able to kind of like realize that the only thing. The reason people think that that book is really boring oh. is because they get caught up in, like, the elevated diction of it all. Like, the, the real fancy talk. Okay. And um, once you kind of, like, wade through all of that and kind of get to what they're actually saying, it's really funny. Okay. Like... There's one scene. So it's a comedy then. It is a comedy. Okay. And uh, it makes me mad that there's so many, um, like all the adaptations are very like serious and all that because it's really, it's hilarious. Okay. That there is uh, one scene in particular. Well, first off, anytime like the mom and the dad talk, it's it's hilarious okay. because the mom is just like about yeah, everything, yeah. and the dad's like, "You're a ridiculous person." Okay, uh, but you just described every marriage ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the maybe that's it. Maybe that's what made it so good. Maybe there's a just relatability in the. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. like I, I I'm, I see myself a lot in like the the main protagonist. Okay. Uh, Lizzie Bennett, because okay. she is also quick to judge people and very stubborn. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, it me. Okay. Um, but the, yeah, there's a scene where where the uh, the protagonist uh, Elizabeth is uh, talking to uh, Mr. Darcy, okay. and he's like, hey, by the way, um, I know I've been a dick to you this entire time, but I just wanted to say I love you and we should get married. Okay. And she's like, she's like pulling out like the list of all the things that he fucked up on. Oh, and she was inventory. She has oh, she, Excel spreadsheets oh, before receipts. there was Excel. Yeah, okay. She's got receipts yeah, yeah, yeah. on how he's fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, I basically, it all's like, it's the reason why you suck speech. And then it, yeah. it, it all culminates in like, I wouldn't marry you if you were the last person on earth. Beautiful. Fuck you. And it's, oh, it's so good. I like, I like reread it a couple of times to like my roommates. I'm like, isn't that just the w- yeah. like? Isn't that just the biggest smackdown that yeah, you've yeah. ever heard? And my roommates are just sitting there like, 
Uh-huh. We're not high right now. We're we not high <laughs> right now. I read that book unhigh and it was still funny. Well, I so this is what I always tell people. I love books. Yes. I love books and I love stories and I'm one of these freaks who rereads books that I like. Mm-hmm. Um and I always tell people it's g- a good idea to read books sober at different phases in your life inebriated that drunk at di- different phases of your li- and high at different phases of your life now i don't know much about the psychedelic the hard door hardcore psychedelics like mushrooms and lsd um i'm not um against trying those and reading seems like it might be a bit of a distraction to i try think it would be convers- difficult it'd be difficult but um so i i just say you will see different meanings popping out mm-hmm. of those stories in all different scenarios um so yeah if there's a good book you like man wear the pages out on it oh yeah Th- my problem is is that there are, are so many books that i want to read yeah and so buying you have a to book doesn't mean you're buying the time to read a book yes. that is the and God that's where kindle gets you kindle how? gets you because you just keep going yeah i'll take it Ooh, yeah, i'll, I'll take it i'll take yeah, it I'll and, then, and then at six months down you go where did these books come from oh i i'm even worse than that i will go i'll like walk into barnes and noble i'll hit up the bnn yeah. And or, you know, a local bookstore, yeah. you know, shop local. And I'll like walk out with three books, just big like, this was great. And then I'll get home. I'm like, I'm never going to read these. Uh, just put them yeah, away yeah, on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, yeah. But I have been um, I've been trying to, to go through some of the things that some of the books that I have. Um, although I bought, let's see, the, the last book that I've read, I haven't really started anything. No, that's not true. The the book that I'm working on right now is Lindy West's uh, memoir Shrill. Uh, okay. It's it's really good, um, but the one that I finished last was What's Ronan Farrow's new book. Oh, okay. Um, Catch and Kill, which is about um, his investigation of all of the the Harvey Weinstein stuff and how okay. NBC tried to kill the story. Fantastic, re- like okay. I could not. It was awful because what, what was the name of the book again? Catch and Kill. Catch and Kill. Great okay. book. Um, he that's a spooky title isn't it's it? it's about how like it's it takes uh its title the title takes its name from the uh saying that like publishing uh like like the national Enquirer will like get the rights to a story mm. and then never publish anything in order to kill the story so nobody else can report on it national and Enquirer? yes who the fuck are they though uh, the national Enquirer, i guess the guy that runs because associated press I mean, oh no, because they have well, they have like morals and scruples. No, but uh, that's what I was gonna say. Associate, like, how could a story be killed by a tabloid when you have real journalists out there? Um, you get the subjects to uh, sign NDAs. So they don't talk to any other. So they can't talk to anybody else. That they have an agreement. They accepted money. They accepted you know millions of dollars. That they weren't going to. Oh, and National Enquirer has a killer legal team, yes. a legal hit squad mm-hmm. that will make your life. And they have more dirt on you, probably. Yes. So and if you know it doesn't work out in the courtroom, they go, "Okay, we'll release these pictures of you doing whatever you're yeah, doing." Yeah, probably. And and you know who else they're uh, really good pals with, or the huh. guy that that runs it, uh, the uh, president. That's uh. how the uh, there was um. There was one woman who was talking about a consensual affair that she had. Notice that I had to specify it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, consensual affair that she had had with Donald Trump um, that during the election was going to come out 
National Enquirer caught and killed it. Um, and one of the uh, people by that was... By paying her off. By paying her off, okay. but also Michael Cohen was uh, responsible for getting that... His, you know, um, Trump's lawyer uh. was responsible for, for um, arranging the whole deal. And that's actually... He's in jail, right? Yeah, and that's why he's in jail, is because... Uh, okay. Or it's one of the reasons why he's in jail, is because yeah. um, it was interfering with an election Mm. uh but yeah no it's (laughs) it's it's a like there's so much stuff in it that you like read and you're like like part of you's like this can't be true and then you're like actually you know what everything's again everything's so fucked like yeah this is i i i completely believe this but it's it's a fantastic read highly recommend it if you're a a non-fiction person you talk you spoke about a book before it was a memoir yes. and i didn't recognize the author's name can you repeat the name and tell me what her what her story is uh her name is lindy west um okay. she is a writer i believe she she wrote at one point i think for jezebel and she does a lot of like body positive like activism online mm. and uh w- one of the reasons why she's so notable is her interactions with internet trolls mm. um that she she is not afraid of like taking them on yeah um because she's you know she's this fat woman who's very outspoken and that makes a lot of people upset mm. and uh she she had one i i knew of her initially because i think she had an essay think NPR did an interview or like an excerpt from her book about how she had an encounter with a troll that was um, using her recently deceased father's like mm. name in like comments or in like emails or something like posing as him and being like I wish that my daughter never said anything like just mm. saying awful awful stuff and she decided to like confront him. She emailed him and being was like, just kind of like, you know, let it out. Not necessarily just like her anger, but like the anguish and the pain that this person had caused. And he responded to her that they ended up having a conversation. And it's not like they went and had like they became friends or mm. anything because I, I would have a hard time trying to become friends with a person like that. But, um, you know, he really he. Having that encounter forced him to realize that the way that you speak to people, um, it has an impact. That we don't exist in a vacuum. That mm. our our words are always going to have meaning. And I think that's also important for us to remember as as comedians is that, um, you know, we're we're on stage and it's really easy to brush things off as being like, well, it's just a joke. Like, why can't you take a joke? Um, but to to some people, there is like. There's some real hurt. Like I, I can tell you like my experience when, um, and I I will not name names. I refuse to like specify. But there was one person who um, had made some jokes at an open mic um, that were about fat women, of which I am one. Um, I wasn't sure if maybe your listeners cannot hear uh, the the. Um, the McDonald's that I had earlier this week in my <laughs> voice, um, but I am a fat person, uh, and which is hilarious because every time I like try to bring that up, like people are always like, "No, no, no, you're uh. not fat." I'm like, uh. 
Oh my god! Uh, yeah. I just. Oh my god! I had no. I well, had no idea. It's yeah, not yeah. like I see my fucking yeah, face yeah, yeah. in the mirror every day. But also that like dudes will talk about themselves being fat on stage and like yeah, everybody yeah. laughs. And then if I try to do it, the people would be like, oh, honey, that's so sad. Oh. So stupid. But anyway, so this guy's like making jokes about fat girls and they're not particularly kind. And everybody around me is laughing. But like I, on the other hand, I'm like kind of crushed you a little bit. It made me feel like yeah. I wasn't supposed to be there, mm. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I like I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm. And, God, that sucked. Mm. Like, it, like, it's not, I think when people are like, oh, like, somebody was offended. It wasn't that I was offended. There wasn't necessarily outrage or anything. Yeah. I just felt sad. I yeah. was like, oh, like, is that what people think of me when they uh, see me? Yeah, it was a caricature. Yeah, and a yeah. very, very unflattering one. Yeah, and. Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, we have to remember that, like, our words do have impact. Like yeah, I yeah. said, we don't exist in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, uh, I, I, I think I, like, lightly touched on this earlier, is that I one of the things that I want to avoid is I don't want to hurt people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedy is supposed to be fun. Right. And I want to try and be fun. Yeah, And yeah. I don't want people to be like, like, oh... I, she doesn't want me around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're a racist or like a homophobe, then you like you can fuck clean off. Like yeah, I yeah. don't want you around because yeah. you don't want anybody else around. Let me ask you about. Uh, let's do a. Uh, n- I, I want to back up a little bit to talk about how she interacts with trolls. Sure. So, um, having anxiety, and yes. I have anxiety too. Why do people put so much weight? So where I'm going with this is social interact, uh, social media interaction uh-huh. is anxiety-inducing yes. by its very nature, by its core foundation, as is marketing. Yes. So capitalist marketing is anxiety-inducing. If you go, if I tell you, I give you assignment, mm-hmm. you cannot watch a commercial uh, for the next nine months. You can't look at an ad. You can't do. Your anxiety will will dip because marketers know they need to tickle certain things. Yes. And s- and in social media, when things are said, because we're geared to understand communication, and there's 80% of communication that is nonverbal. So when I put it in, when I put 140 characters down, unless I am a um, a magnificently refined writer, mm-hmm. people probably won't read the subtext. And they'll take a face value thing. So here's where I'm trying to go with all this. Mm-hmm. Why do we as a society give power to anything said in a social media context? That's a good question. It's another why question. These it's goddamn why. why questions. You know, but they're they're so open-ended and they're good and I like them and you're doing a great job. I just want to acknowledge this <laughs> is a lot of fun. I knew it was going to be fun, but like I'm having a great time nice. just like nice. sitting Cheers. and pondering. Cheers. Yes. We are uh, sparkly water, downtown San Jose, Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I'm making eye contact with the SAP Center. Go Sharks. Yes. Uh, so for Why? Why do we? Because I think. The only social media I did up and until I started comedy was forums for hobbies I had. Okay. And even those are toxic fucking places. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. My, j- if I can just very yeah, yeah. quickly. Uh, I have a, a group chat with some of my, my friends from one of my old jobs. And we will just 
you know, like we see dumb shit on the internet. We're like, here, let's let's talk about this. We'll send like a picture to the group chat. Everybody talks about how awful it is. Um, one thing that I found out is that the video games uh, subreddit is uh. basically uh, just for racism now. Oh. So are the like game? No, no, it's not video games. It's I believe gamers rise up. Okay. Is just racism so yeah, yeah. Th- you just reminded me of that is like yeah. oh jesus christ yeah i don't know what it is about groups and forums and stuff that everybody's like hey it's time for me to do a bigotry right now yeah but yeah it, like it, it, they get toxic real fast and it's insane yeah, yeah. but a- wha- and also no one has to look at each other in the eye yes i think i think why we we take what we say into account is like you you're catching what somebody is saying when nobody's around mm. you know yeah that like what is this person really thinking mm-hmm. um and yeah again like i said we don't exist in a vacuum and your words are going to have an impact even if you think nobody is saying it somebody is saying it yeah um and but i guess why is yeah. why do we as a society keep participating in social media this is where i'm trying to go with okay it. why d- why because do we do i would it? dump it why i would dump it if it weren't for the fact that it's gr- it's social media has empowered me to do um multiple things with comedy one yes. i know where the open mics are right two i'm already connected to probably more people than i actually know face to face who do comedy right so i have probably in the last year maybe 200 new friends mm-hmm. quote quote unquote friends that i could reach out to to ask for a spot on an open mic ask them if they want a podcast which podcasting has been just net positive through the roof for me anyway <laughs> because it's i mean we're just shooting the shit like yeah how, I love me and you this. like honestly would me and you ever outside of something like um maybe work or f- if we were related to each other which we are we're both mixed yes that's true um would we ever sit down and say you know what we're going to take this next hour and let's follow a couple thoughts no would we ever? No, we wouldn't. No. But podcasting, we do. For some reason, we sit here and we go, we're gonna just be. We're just, we're just gonna sh- sit shoot and the shit shoot the shit and be polite. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I think really what it comes down to. But, why, but do we, why do we do it? Why do, why we, do, do we, it? we do it? Why do we keep going on here and then I go communication? No, Same. but it's not commu- It's not. It's not just that. But like, I think at the very, the very base uh. line of what it is, it's the reason I won't get rid of any of it, uh. is that I have established relationships. Uh-huh. through social media that I have some friends that I've made through Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm going to be going down to Los Angeles in December and okay. there's uh, one person that I met through Twitter that uh, I will probably end up going and seeing and I might end up being on her pa- podcast and uh, I don't want to get rid of Twitter because I, I like this person and mm-hmm. I want to keep talking to them. I have friends from high school that I probably wouldn't have ended up having much of a relationship with outside of that if it wasn't for Facebook Messenger and us all being in a group chat. And now, like, two of them are my roommates. Okay. That they, like, we, it's, for for me, it is that there are relationships, whether they are, like, through, like, a professional or com- mm. comedy realm or it's, like, my family or if mm. it's it's uh, my, my friends or whatever, it is a lot easier for me to stay in contact with these people if I still have social media. And I also like seeing, you know, like comedians that I like. I follow a lot of comedians on Twitter. That is also not great for me because I have a tendency to compare myself as well. 
and I see like this person's like, oh, this person's writing for Comedy Central. I might as well go pitch myself into a river, mm. even though it's like, hey, Adriana, you've been doing this for five months. You need to yeah, chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y- yeah, they, they, it's it's a way of like just kind of like keeping up and keeping in contact and feeling like you're a part of something bigger. But on the flip side, there are people who will take advantage of that, mm-hmm. as we've seen with how Facebook has interfered with the election and how um, it can be like a cesspool for people to just be fucking assholes yeah. and for people to decide, hey, right now seems like a good time to start a fight on mm-hmm. this picture of my aunt's cat. Yeah. Uh, also, here's another reason for social media: uh, pictures of people's pets. I think that's yeah. very important. No, you came strong with it. Thank you. Yeah, you came strong with it. You made a lot of very strong uh, argu- pro arguments for social media, and I will not be get re- getting rid of social media either. However, but goddamn it, I want to so no, no. bad. <laughs> I, you know what I think I am? I'm that guy. Uh, imagine, like, let's rewind our clocks to maybe 1887. I was okay. not alive, but I can try. Uh, yeah, we, we all have imaginations. We've read books. 18 eight, and the phonograph comes out. Okay. And he's in his mid-40s. And he says, you fucking kids and your phonographs. <laughs> there is nothing like live music in the orchestra. If you aren't experiencing music in the orchestra, then you aren't experiencing music. So I'm that guy, but with social media. Yeah, I get that. I... I am also very old-fashioned yeah. uh, when it comes to communication, uh-huh. um, which has its pros and its cons. I was a communication studies major. Okay. Uh, I did speech and debate. I am not afraid of talking to people. Yeah, yeah. I like. I prefer having a face-to-face conversation with right. somebody because, uh, like you mentioned earlier, so much of a conversation is context. Mm-hmm. That the people listening to this podcast episode are not going to get the full context of like how how you know like the conversation you and i right now are having because they can't see my face they can't see um you know the environment that we're in that there's so many layers to it so i'm very old-fashioned that way same reason that i fucking hate dating apps Mm. i i don't i will download tinder i will swipe through it i will delete it within 15 minutes because Mm. i cannot fucking stand it because i am a face-to-face person and boy i am going to die alone as a result (laughs) but um yeah, they're That was a joke, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. If you didn't pick up on the context <laughs> of that, she's joking. God, there's I always fucking someone, hope so. There's always someone out there. I I hope so. Anyway. But they yeah, that we uh th- yeah, I I'm I'm with you on like what is preferable, but at the yeah. same time it's like you got to go with the times so or you're going to be yeah. left behind. No, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And that's why I'm and playing. You got to you got to try. You got to you got to try, but you can still I think you can still hang on to like your old your "Quote unquote old things because yeah. like I'm a vintage guy. Yeah, you Hipster. got you got your records. I yeah. actually just got into uh, vinyls. I bought oh, okay. my first. I bought my first record player. Okay. And um, I what bought. What kind of music you like? What kind of music do I like? Oh my god, it's like all over the place. I listen to a lot of like indie and alternative stuff. Okay. Um, I love classic rock. Okay. I like was fucking torn up when tom petty died yeah um the fact that i will never see tom petty live uh i'm sorry haunts me so much it's okay thank you uh took that very hard i um i'm trying to get a little more into like rap 
Okay. <laughs> you can tell that I'm very white. Rap. By rap. Rap. <laughs> you almost turned southern there for a second. I know. Or midwestern. No, you Midwestern. Went midwestern. I, I, I oh, are you kids listening to that rap and music? And I'm from California. Oh, I, like, I'm, I was <laughs> born in Morgan Hill, like like half an hour south, depending on the time of day, half an hour south of yeah. here. Uh, oh, yeah. Right now, it would take you five hours. It would take you a, a long-ass yeah. time. Traffic is always awful. It's, a br- oh, it's brutal God, on one brutal. Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to get a little more into rap, and I, I really like um, Rico Nasty and, and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. I like female rappers. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love pop music, too. I went yeah. to a lizard. A, liz- a lizard? <laughs> no, it was Lizzo. I went oh, I to saw that on your feed, talking yeah. about social media. I saw that on your feed. Yeah, yeah how was I it? saw it. Oh, my God, it was so good. Nice. She's a wonderful performer. It's, yeah. like, so much fun. I was in a kind of a shitty spot. I wish that we'd been a little closer to the stage, but we got there kind of late. So okay. I, I, that's just kind of like, that's that was my fault. It yeah, was on yeah, me. Yeah. But I, I saw Lizzo on Sunday. I... Um, I, I saw Carly Rae Jepsen in, in June, okay. and a lot of people made fun of me for that. And I would like to go on the record to say that Carly Rae Jepsen is fucking great. And if you like good, just like good pop music, listen to her stuff, because yeah. it's not like really anything else that you hear. That it's not just like the same generic lyrics like over and over again. That Yeah, she talks about like being in love and like, mm. you know, the that kind of stuff, but... Like when you listen to like the the composition of the lyrics itself, it's like okay, this is this is more than just the recycled bullshit that I hear on the radio yeah, all yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, th- I mean, like I I like a lot of different kind of music. The one sa- thing I can say that I'm not really fond of, I really hate contemporary country. Mm. I do not fuck with country. Mm. I like Dolly Parton. I would die for her. Uh, John Denver, rest in peace. Wonderful. Johnny Cash, phenomenal. Yeah. Like all the old stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, I don't know anything new. Those, all those people you just listed are the only people I listen to. It's in that genre. Too. Yeah. That like I love all so the old stuff. Willie yeah. Nelson, wonderful. Oh yeah, Willie Nelson. That's Willie right. Nelson, yeah. great. Yeah. His yeah. stuff, it slaps. Yeah, yeah. slaps. <laughs> slaps. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Bring yeah, it around. 100%. See, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning things about comedy. People <laughs> like it when you tie things back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, it's it's a. Uh, you know what my thing <laughs> is yeah. on uh on anything. Any tastes, music, comedy, um, yeah. Why why do people judge other pe- other people's tastes? We like what we like. Um, to feel superior, I think. There, see, that's. I think the a thing. lot of it is just to feel superior. Yeah, to get snarky with things. Because so here's the thing: in my, I have a nine year old and a seven year old daughter. Uh huh. The kind of music these kids are playing mm. to my ears is so offensive. <laughs> And terrible. Uh huh. But they're kids. It's what am I gonna do? This is what they like. Yeah, because if you if you were to like ban it, no, I'm not whatever, gonna ban anything. Like, yeah, not saying not that you would, but <laughs> if you were to, that would only make them want to listen to it more. The only thing in my household that I I have a hard line on is um, Maroon Five. That's your no no. And I and that I do believe is literally causing cancer in my ear canal whenever <laughs> this a Maroon Five <laughs> song comes on, and it's not that I'm judging people for no, liking Maroon course, Five. I'm just course. saying this this music to me it does not is do it for so you. offensive and so bad uh-huh. on every level that if you love me, I, pl- I play that. That's a good healthy way to do it. If you love me. <laughs> And you don't yeah, want me to die of ear cancer. That's not emotionally manipulative at no, all. No, no, it's not. Not <laughs> no, manipulative at no. all. Uh, 
then please, can we stop the Maroon 5 right now? And they love yes. Maroon 5. My wife loves Maroon 5. My daughters love Maroon 5. Uh-huh. And uh, I just, it's, I feel strongly about not having Maroon 5 played in the house when I'm around. I, I think that that is understandable. I think yeah. if it's like, I don't want to listen to it. You guys, yeah. when you're in the car, I'm not going to play on the Slayer. Way to the store. No, them, God, no. Right? Yeah. I understand. I get it. You guys don't want to hear Slayer. But I don't want to hear Maroon 5. But also, like, you know, buy, you know, some noise We're cancel- so burpy. No- We're I know. so burpy right now, aren't we? It's <laughs> oh, I'm so gassy. Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, like, if they they don't want to budge on it, noise-canceling headphones, yeah, my guy. Yeah. Those are, that's Bose. the way to go. Bose. Bose. I got yeah. some JBLs. Those are, are they great. good? You like them? Uh, yeah, I like mine. They're nice. also pink. I love the color oh, pink. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good, good. Um, it was a, that was a major selling point for me. As, as it... Is with they're pink. They're pink. <laughs> Get <laughs> on my head. Get on you my head. Get on headphones. my face. I love them. I do love pink. It's it's it is borderline obsession. There's no borderline. It is an obsession. Um, no, I I okay. First off, I do agree with you to an extent mm-hmm. with Maroon Five. Um, being that a lot of modern Maroon Five is pretty bad. That mm. you listen to the lyrics and you're like, this is shit. Their first album song is about Jane is very it is un, an unskippable album this is something actually i want to ask you a question okay mm. if i may let's turn the ta- let's oh, actually not turn the wow. tables because we've got a lot of things on okay. here okay all right so i'm out Matthew, of contr- I'm, I'm not in control anymore i'm getting anxious it's it's a good thing though okay. this is a good positive question because okay, okay. i like this okay. and i would love to ask more people this what is your what to you is a zero skips album like, what is one album that you listen to that you listen the whole way through that you're like, I'm not skipping anything. I'm listening to this whole thing. Um, so I'm really bad with album names. Okay. I'm definitely going to say Led Zeppelin 2. Okay. Um, the the Rolling Stones recorded live the... Um, see, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm forgetting. Like, I want to say it's like, like Let It Bleed? No, Let something? It Bleed. I, that's a great album. Yeah, Let It Bleed is probably arguably one of their best albums. For me, again, this is all subjective, but yes. no, it's no. Um, this is an entirely subjective question. Yeah, it's uh, cover to cover, is for for Led Zeppelin is definitely Led Zeppelin two, for the Rolling Stones. Led Zeppelin is really good, but then what is the? It's the one where the drummer he's he's looking all silly. He's jumping and um, doing a thing. I uh, cannot imagine Charlie Watts si- ever doing anything yeah, 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 funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hold and on. Doing anything silly. The okay. man is just stone-faced constantly. Okay, he's holy, the, holy cow. He's the one that's going to survive, um, not past Keith Richards, because I'm pretty sure he sold his soul to Satan for some more cocaine. Uh, live. Live. While you're albums. searching. Um, yeah, because this is going to drive me. Get your yayas out. Get your yayas out. Yeah, this is, um, that's the drummer right there, right by the donkey. That's him. I love that. Yeah. Get your yayas out. Exclamation mark. Yeah. So that's an unskippable album. To that's you. an unskippable album. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, again, like uh, any band, Nirvana maybe uh-huh. smells like Teen Spirit. Would be a zero skips for you. Yeah. Okay. For me, I have two that I can name off of the top of my head. Okay. Um, maybe three. I need to listen to oh, it the whole way. Oh, Doctor Dre, Chronic. Okay, Dr. there we Dre go. Dr. Dre Chronic. Excellent. Yes. Those are very good picks. Yeah. The My two definitive unskippables are 
The first one is Hot Fuss by the Killers. Okay. Nice. Um, that is wall to wall. Great songs. Every single one. A banger. Okay. Uh, I know what banger means. There we go. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, are there such things he's advancing. Hey, everyone. can we slap on bangers? Can no, we slap a that banger? Is, no. <laughs> that is, is that not, getting crude? That is, it's not getting crude. It's just not correct and it's making okay. me furious. What about banger slapping? <laughs> I'm going to walk into traffic. This has been great. Thank you so much. Um, oh my God, there's a dog over there. It's a golden retriever. I you had to distract yourself with I'm something very, cute. Yes, and fuzzy. I had to, like <laughs> let me let me just bring myself back down, okay? I think about golden retrievers. Think about golden retrievers. Okay, <gasps> okay. The golden retrievers, I love them very much, but they're like low key the Republicans of dogs. Like okay. I I kind of think that, but also at the same time, I think if you're a person who owns a golden retriever, you are probably somebody that has their shit together. Okay. I think that they're a universal sign of like I have my shit together. I got a fancy dog that requires a large yard and a lot of exercise. And combing it, you got comb so much comb. It's like yeah. you have your shit together if you own a golden retriever. Yeah, I would like to think. Um, please don't, uh, please, please do not neglect your animals. Um, so the Killers, Hot Fuss, fantastic and don't slap album. Or bang them either. They do. They, it does bang. Um, <laughs> according to me, I'm going to move past that, Matthew. And uh, my my second one, I think, would be um, Abbey Road by the Beatles. Okay. Uh, and for for the people who who know me personally that may be listening to that, um, who who knew me as a kid, that that is probably a no duh. When I was a teenager, um, I was super duper. I was super into the Beatles. Like mm-hmm. it would be when I was probably like a sophomore or like a, a freshman in high school. Like that's all I would listen to. And I'm really glad that I've like expanded past that uh, because I think growth is important and breadth and all that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. learn new shit and get into new stuff. Don't just be stuck to yeah, the yeah. stuff that you're doing now because there's a, there's a whole lot of great shit out there yeah. that, you know, I, I didn't know about that. If I had stuck with the musical taste that I had when I was in high school, I would have never seen a concert probably Yeah, yeah. because I didn't listen to a lot of like modern artists. Yeah, yeah. I was a lot of classic rock, which to a certain extent, I think my dad was pretty proud of me. Yeah. Um, but then it got to a point where he's like, well, there has to, certainly there has to be more. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you, yeah. you have to do other shit. You're supposed Adriana. to be filling me in, kid. Exactly. Not the other way and now I am. I'm yeah. like, hey, dad, have you heard of this band? Yeah, 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 this is yeah. really good. You should yeah. listen to Mitski. Go listen to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, so I'm, I'm glad that I've like learned and I've expanded and I've seen so many concerts just this year. Uh, but the, um, but Abbey Road is a yeah, perfect yeah. album. Yeah. It's a, like, it's such a, it's, it, a it feels, it's, it's so, at this point, it's like, I'm not, it's a ice cold take. It's not yeah, any, yeah. I am not saying anything new, but yeah, it, yeah. I, it is so good from start to finish. Okay. It is so good. And it's, you have to listen to it like the whole way through, especially the the second side, you know, the B side of the, the album, quote unquote, the second half of it, um, because it's like this, it's this like blended thing together that like when you listen to it, like individually, it just kind of like cuts off in like the middle before yeah. it's transitioning to the next song. And it's so weird. Yes. When you do it like that. Yeah. Um, That's how I feel about Led Zeppelin, too. It's yeah. It's and the only reason I pulled that out is because it's one of those albums where when I hear it piecemeal, I just go, ugh. Now you got to listen, listen to the, you the whole gotta listen thing. You got to listen to the whole thing. Um, but every song is good. Yeah. Every song is every good. Every song is great. Yeah. Uh, so. I was never a big Beatles fan, and yeah. I was going head to head with a buddy of mine who's a huge Beatles fan, like most human beings. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so he started kind of pointing things out to me left and right. And I do agree that Abbey Road is one of my more favorite. But what I've settled on is the White Album is, for me, my favorite of the Beatles, cover it's to cover. An, it's an interesting album. And it's, it's a lot of stuff. Well, I think, and, and we talk about context uh, in conversation. Context in history is important, too. Completely agree. And that White Album supposedly was just one of those things that was blowing people's mind because oh, yeah. it kind of opened up the whole genre of I like psychedelic rock there's a lot of obscure stuff from the 60s and 70s that I listen to that a lot of people haven't even heard of but um that wouldn't exist without a white album that's completely correct and yeah. I I think when people listen to the Beatles now they're like well they're not doing anything new it's like well it was fucking new at the yeah, time yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and um the the thing about the white album is that there are so it's it's such a diver there's not a single sound uh, like no song no two songs sound alike yeah they, they all sound completely different and um part of that was because at the time the group was really starting to fracture mm -hmm. that everybody had their own ways that they wanted to take things yeah and so that's one of the things that contributed to it sounding so completely different yeah is um one one way that you can you can take away um or one thing you can take away i guess from this conversation is that when you're listening to a beatles song the person who is singing it most likely unless it's ringo most of the time is the person that wrote those wrote the song oh okay so if it's a, unless it's a cover or unless it's Ringo, it's uh, typically like George will sing the songs that yeah. he wrote. Uh, Lennon will be singing the songs that he wrote, yeah. McCartney. And yeah, you, you can tell how all of these things are so different. Like Lennon's doing a lot of the dark shit on, yeah. on the White Album. Um, McCartney's got stuff like Obla Dee, Obla Da, which yeah. is a very, that is a polarizing song personally. I love it. It's a great song. Okay. Um, my dad, on the other hand, would probably be like, so dumb like yeah, it's yeah. so just like you yeah. ever listen to that no Lennon was the best Beatle he's yeah. incorrect it is George Harrison uh but yeah they the it's that they were just they were all over the place yeah they were fighting constantly yeah, yeah. while they were making that I'm pretty sure um oh yeah Ringo quit at one point and when you hear birthday which okay. is on that album yeah um and all that crazy, like, drum solo stuff, yeah. that's McCartney on the drums. Oh, interesting. Yes. Did not know that part. Yes. He's the one because uh, Paul McCartney can't play drums. Okay. And, so um, he plays everything then. Oh, yeah. I've seen him live. Nice. I saw him at Outside Lands in 2013. No, it's the I best concert I've ever been to. I hear that all the time. Yeah. I hear that from people who see Paul McCartney. Talented ass yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah. puts on one hell of a show. The man the man knows what he's doing. And he's like, what, seven, late 70s or something? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. he's still, like, I would see him now still and just be like, this is the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Because, well, you the know, the shit that you like when you're a kid, like, it still stays yeah, yeah, with yeah. you. Like, I might go see the Jonas Brothers in December and I'm, like, fucking stoked. Okay. No judgment. Yeah, no judgment. No here. judgment. It's, I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah, we no like judgment. what we like. We like Who what cares? we like. Exactly. Who cares? Nobody should care. Like if you care that much about the shit that people like, unless it's something like you're yeah. consuming a lot of media that's sexist and you're not really taking a, a good look at it. Yeah. Uh, I would say that like if you're just really preoccupied with the shit that people other people like, here's my advice to you: go outside. Yeah, yeah. Go go do something else yeah. that's going to be so much more productive for yourself for society go for a hike go for a hike go volunteer go outside step yeah. away from the computer and shut the fuck up yeah, like yeah, really yeah. that's what it comes down to i think so yeah we got to do a time check okay. i think that's an awesome way to end it other than the fact that we got to get plugs in 
Okay. So would you, is there anything you want uh, the one listener out there the one to pay listener. attention to or go see or? Um, okay. Uh, I guess I could plug my social media. Um, I'm trying to expand my Twitter presence. Um, okay. I tweet a lot of unfunny things, but my retweets are pretty good. Okay. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Chonkla Gladiator. Kay. That's C-H-A-N-C-L-A and then Gladiator. Yep. Um, and then you can find me at Twitter under the s- a very similar handle. I'm going to have to change uh, my my social medias at some point. Um, but it's the it's the same handle uh, minus the O in Gladiator. Okay. Uh, because there were not enough characters available for Twitter. Oh, <laughs> right. So I had to make yes. it smaller. Um, so, yeah, follow they like me. like brevity on the Twitters. They do. And I'm, I'm ch- as somebody as you were able to tell, I yes. talk a shit ton. So yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, uh, Twitter might not be my medium. Yeah. Um, podcasting? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on, on Soch. Um, I will post a lot of updates about uh, shows that I will be doing. Um I believe I am on, and this can change, uh, given that, you know, nothing is certain in life except for death and taxes. Yeah. And I will probably be gassy at one point. You can always count on that. Yes. Um, I I believe I will be on Pick Your Poison in December. Nice. So look out for that. I'm then very you'll excited. you'll be back on the podcast. I will, I will get to be back on the podcast. Very yes. exciting. Um, I believe BMO wants me to do SP2 at okay. some point in December as well. Nice. Um. And if you're somebody who's booking and you liked what you yeah. heard, hit me up. It I talk about eating yeah. candles and why dogs shouldn't <laughs> be at shopping malls. So if that's the that's the flair you want to add to your comedy show, yes, you might want to hit me up. She's the only game in town. <laughs> I'm the only. I'm the only one telling you. The only candle eat, eater on the only on the candle bill. Eater I, I am also often the only woman that's on the set, so I you can you can. We could have done a whole podcast about yeah about the commodity of women in comedy. You're gonna I would I, if I may just gently request because I know yeah. that you're you're yeah. a busy man. Yeah. I would love to be back on the pod yes. just to talk about all that stuff because yes. I've got thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got opinions. I I've got something to say about that. I also do recommend. You could start your own podcast too. Oh, I'm going to. I think like you I'm have the, the I energy and the uh, chops to keep conversations going. Thank you. I for appreciate an hour. that. Or, or so. so. Or so. <laughs> or so. More yeah. than that. Less than that. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I I believe um, I will be hopefully putting out. Um, I may be hosting my own podcast Good uh, for you. shortly. Good for you. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And yeah. the way you can stay updated on that is, again, if you follow me on social there media. There we go. Yay! Social media. Thank you so the much for having just, me. Yeah, no, this was great. I know we had been trying to sync up our schedule for a while. It's hard. And people I kind of, things were grinding difficult. to a halt for me for with um, s- booking anyway. So I had like a backlog of sh- uh, people I wanted to have on. And then I was just kind of like. I'm not I'm not booking. But see, yeah. we talk about anxiety and it's like I will not let comedy or podcasting be a point of contention in my life. If I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Yeah. And I, and I'll, I'll step back. No, you got to. So we were we you were you got to do the important disconnecting things. for a month or so. There. And these these things happen. And I yes. understand. But I'm here. Here now, we are. And I, I yes. was here and I'll, I'll hopefully be back. Totally awesome. Thank you Thank so you, much. Adriana. Oh, this and has been we great. are out.